Hi, I'm Kirsty, your host, and today I'll be talking to Alfie Dry about the Drama Cuppers competition. Alfie is the Cuppers rep on the OWLS committee and a second year studying human sciences at St John's College. Hi Alfie, could you just start us off by telling us about what Drama Cuppers is and what Cuppers means? Hi, uh, so Cuppers represents the idea of a freshness competition. I think it can be in most societies, whether it's sports or in this case drama. Um, and Cuppers within drama is an intercollegiate competition in which any um, group of aspiring actors, technicians, um, any from a size of two to a size of eight um, in the cast can put together a 20 minute show and perform it at the BT Playhouse. Um, and then we have a Best of Cuppers award ceremony to reward everyone's hard work. Nice. So you were actually one of the winners of Cuppers last year. Very well done. Um, so obviously it was online, so it will have had different challenges. Mm -hmm. But what was your experience of Cuppers last year? And was there anything that you learned about the process that you wish you knew at the beginning? Well, good question. Yes. So I had a really, obviously it was all had to be online, but I still had a really great time. I had the pleasure of working with Alex Foster, um, who is very good at what he does. Um, so I really enjoyed the process of, we wrote our own script for that, which I think was the first time I had ever tried to go as far as to write my own performance. Um, so that was quite scary, but um, still very fun. And in terms of um, knowing at the end stuff I wish I'd known at the beginning, I would probably say um, I have no idea how much you actually have to rehearse to make sure you have mm. a finished project at the end. So I would say just once you have an idea, get on it and rehearse. Nice. Um, and can you give us a general rundown of the Cuppers process and the awards that people can win? Yes, of course. So um, we have a Cuppers info pack, which should have been sent out on the OWLS email and the TAF email, which so OWLS is Drama Society, TAF is for technicians. Um, and also it will have been posted on the OWLS Facebook group. So if you haven't seen that yet already, then that gives you a great rundown. Um, and currently when we're talking about dates, so in second week, um, on the 21st of October, we have a technical workshop at the BT. Um, third week, we have, uh, is the deadline for entry via the Cuppers entry form um, on the uh, Monday the 25th. Um, and then on the 27th, we have a director's meeting. So we've got all these dates coming up, which are all in the Cuppers info pack. But the general, yeah, you need, once you sent your form in, um, start rehearsing, then you send in your technical form, and then um, it will be rehearsing until you um, come to perform at the Playhouse. And in terms of the awards that are available, um, there might be new ones that we add or take away depending on what best fits this uh, year's, um, I was about to say, um, crop of recruits or, or, or tribute, sorry, which is um, from the Hunger Games, but no, this year's <laughs> participants. Um, so there's best marketing, best new writing, best supporting actor, best actor, best director, spirit of cuppers. Um, so lots of uh, awards up for grabs. Nice. And why would you encourage people to get involved with Cuppers? I think it's a really good way to introduce yourself to the Oxford drama scene. It, it doesn't matter if, if the play you put on, you know, if you don't feel like it's your best work, I don't think that is the most important part of it. I think it's a really great way to meet like-minded people who are interested in doing what you do, and also to meet those already in the drama world who can offer you advice far better than I can um, and get you to where you want to be. Nice. Um... And who would you encourage to get involved with Cuppers? Is it like for anyone who's interested, do you have had to have had drama experience or if you're a complete newbie, is that okay? Absolutely, if you're a complete newbie, still go for it. It, it 
as I say, it, the actual performance, obviously you want to, you know, do well and enjoy it, but it, that's not what matters. I think the experience is another great part of it. Um, so what we're looking for is, as I say, two to eight people um, in the cast. So that includes actors, but also it could be directors, technicians, so anyone who is interested in any aspect of the theatre world. Nice. Um, and so you mentioned that you wrote your own script for mm. you guys' performance. Mm -hmm. um, how would you suggest that groups go about choosing a script if they choose to choose, uh, choose one? Mm -hmm. Or how should they go about writing one if they choose to write one? And what kinds of scripts have people chosen in the past? Sure. So I think the most important thing, whether you are choosing one or writing one, is something that interests you. Because if you choose one you think, you know, might be nice and intellectual or whatever, it can be quite easy to get bored of it. And that is obviously going to you know, make it a really agonising process. So find some, whether you like, you know, absurd comedy or whether you like kind of detective stories, whatever, focus on that and just let your mind run away with it if you're writing or, as I say, search for one. Um, in the past, so um, last year when I did it, there were there's a really good variety and so me and uh, Foster did um, a bit of an absurdist comedy um, and there were other ones there was a time travel piece um, there was one based around Oxfest which or Oxlove I think um, which you might have all seen on Facebook um, so you really can go any direction you want to. Nice um, and this year it's going to be in person unlike mm -hmm. last year and it's going to be done in the Burton Taylor studio so what is that like as a performance space and does it affect the way groups should approach their staging at all? So it's a really lovely intimate space which I think is nice especially if you are a newbie or even if you're more experienced to have a place where you still feel like you're performing to an audience who are interested but you're not going to be you know hopefully terrified by lots and lots of people it's a really lovely space to be in it's not you know, the biggest stage, um, so, you know, you don't want to be thinking of filling everything up with lots of props and everything, or, unless, you know, that's part of your play, which is fair enough. Mm -hmm. um, also, don't worry too much about the technical side of things if you don't have a technician, because um, TAF is here to support any group that needs that at the B2. Nice. So, groups can have technical support, and mm -hmm. what other support is available from the Drama Society and individual colleges as well to help with the cuppers process. Yes, so part of the process, if you haven't already seen on the entry form, is that it costs £35 to take part in cuppers, but the team is not expected to pay that. So what you'll have to do is contact your drama rep at your college, um, and if you're not sure who they are, then um, message OUDS, um, and we can tell you who they are, and they will make sure that that is paid for you via the college. Um, and then there is general support from ours. So if you have any questions at all, then the email to email with your questions mm -hmm. um, is freshers at tabsareforflying.co.uk. And that's tabs, T-A-B-S. Um, and so no question is too silly at all. Please just ask away. Amazing. And do students need to market their productions? And if so, how should they go about doing this? So, General Cuppers is marketed by us, um, and we will make sure, you know, that people are aware that it's happening. Um, but I think the best thing you can do as marketing your own play is if you want to create a poster and have a design, then it's still nice to put that on your Facebooks and show off what you're preparing. And, you know, tell your friends to come So Again, it helps to create that friendly intimate atmosphere in the BT when you're performing. Because um, as we say, you know, we, there is an award for best marketing, so if you do come up with a particularly good, you know, tagline for your show or a, or a poster, then that would be great to see. Nice. And you mentioned 
um, earlier about how you didn't realise how long it took to create a good performance and you thought you should just like get to rehearsing. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other advice for people about managing that short time frame that people have to create their shows? Yes. So first of all, I don't want to scare people off when I say that. Of course, that might have just been me and Foster being a bit incompetent and needing <laughs> rehearsal time. Um, so please, even if you have just one rehearsal and you want to show something, then absolutely go for it. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's always nice to see also a production in progress. You know, we can see, we might think what it could be in the future and how it could be adapted. So whatever you fancy, go for it. Um, in terms of other advice um, in the short time window, um, I would say the most important thing is make sure you are with people who are at the same level of commitment to it that you are, who are going to, if you are doing more rehearsals, show up to them. If you're okay with maybe doing a bit less and just going with the flow, then that level as well. So make sure you have a team who are all on a similar wavelength. But if you are really interested in getting involved in couplers and you don't have a team, um, because you know maybe people in your college aren't as interested, um, then email the same email, freshers at tabsareforflying.co.uk and we can hopefully try and pair you up with people in another college. Ooh, nice, I didn't know that. Um, and can people who aren't in cuppers themselves come and see the show? Yes, absolutely. Um, so we definitely encourage that. Um, so if you can get your friends to come along or anybody who, if you're just interested in seeing some you know, novel student theatre, um, then absolutely anybody is welcome to get a ticket, which is on the, um, the BT Playhouse's website. Awesome, sounds good, I'll be there. Um, how? Is there anything else you'd like to add that you want people to know about cuppers? Um, I think it's a cliche, and I think a lot of people say this about, you know, competitions or cuppers or whatever, but do just have fun. It is a really fun experience, you know. it's it, For a lot of people, it might be their first introduction to drama at Oxford, which is such a great place to be involved in theatre, film, whatever you like. Um, so while, you know, obviously you want to try and be the best you can be, relax and just enjoy the process because it is a lot of fun. So what's the cuppers timeline? So the most crucial dates, there's a list of dates in the info pack that I mentioned earlier, um, but the most crucial dates you need to be aware of now are the 25th of October, which is the deadline for entry um, via an electronic entry form and payment. Um, and then the next deadline is the uh, 3rd of November, which is the, um, it's another electronic form, but it's about your technical aspects of your place. So you need to know about lighting and sound. Um, and then uh, Sunday the 7th um, of November, Monday the 8th, there's technical rehearsals, just to make sure that everything's gonna run smoothly. Um, and then finally, the most important week, Tuesday the 9th until Saturday the 13th of November, we have um, the actual couples performances. Um, so those are the dates to keep in mind um, most of all. Nice. And when do people get the awards? Yes, so that is to be confirmed. Um, it will be happening. We will have um, awards given out definitely, but we are still just finalising where that's going to be um, and when it's going to take place. But it shouldn't be much later than a week or so after. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Alfie. Um, good luck with putting it all together and I look forward to seeing what the freshers come up with. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. Now I'll be speaking to Gabe Windsor and James Newbury. They're both outreach reps on the Alts Committee and both currently directing plays. James is a second year studying English literature at Teddy Hall and he's currently directing the play 22nd of May 1997. Gabe is a second year studying English at St Catharines and he's currently directing The Effect.
So hello, Gabe and James. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, so can you tell me about what the role of outreach rep means? Um, so basically, outreach rep is um, kind of about connecting to the wider community of Oxford, very broadly, as a kind of term. And um, I suppose in the role, you can kind of choose in what avenues you want to do that. Um, do you want to come in, James? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it will be working with schools especially, um, but also something we've been talking about is not just exclusively working with schools in the local area, but also like broadening the outreach. Um, so Oxford Guild, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um, working with young people, but it's quite a sort of creative and open role. Um, it's really sort of whatever direction you want to take it in. Um, and it's quite a new role in ours as well. Um, only sort of came into existence, I think. Two years ago, I think Georgie Detmer, the current president, was the first outreach rep. Um, so because of that, it's still very like open in terms of its role description. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's really about like I think what we were talking about initially when we took on the role. Um, I suppose trying to situate Oxford drama within Oxford and not feeling like Oxford drama is this kind of separate thing from the actual town itself. Um, and trying to kind of connect the town and young people in the town, um, and also the drama that's actually happening here irrespective of the university and making sure those two things are kind of yeah really like Oxford drama is happening in Oxford. Nice and would you recommend it as a role and if so why? Yeah 100%. Um, <laughs> no I hate it. Um, <laughs> no uh, like I, I definitely recommend it as a role like it's really fun being on the arts committee anyway just because you get to sort of see all the different work that everyone else gets up to and sort of get to be part of almost like everything but at the same time um outreach is really nice because it does obviously like have that outward facing element to it um so you do like end up getting in contact with all sorts of people that you wouldn't necessarily meet through oxford university normally itself um and yeah every year you know sort of people do different projects and stuff um so i know um forgive me if you later back to talk to us but about the outreach tour um like it's something that um, we're currently developing at the moment. We should be unveiling it soon. Um, and yeah, so like all sorts, that's going to be touring around sort of local schools in Oxford, um, Shakespeare plays. I don't know, Gabe, if you want to elaborate on that at all. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose the good thing about it is, yeah, so we're kind of working to like make a new project here. Um, so at the moment, especially in the committee, we're trying to talk about what projects we can make, which kind of have a lasting impact and kind of are kind of annual or continue through the years. Um, so the outreach tour is one of them. And it's a kind of a culmination of what we're trying to do with outreach of um, taking the facilities and the talent we have at Oxford and taking it to schools, um, state schools in the local area and trying to get them to think about studying drama at university or English um, and just generally pursuing like Shakespeare in a kind of context that isn't just sitting in a classroom and reading it. Awesome. That sounds really good. Um, and you're also both directors. James, can you tell us a bit about the play that you're doing, 22nd of May, 1997? Um, yeah, it's so it's sort of actually three short plays all set on the night of um, Tony Blair's election. Um, and it's, it's going to be really, really fun. It's a sort of triptych. Um, each scene is sort of from a different perspective. So it starts with conservatives, Lib Dem, Labour. Uh, but it's also going to be super fun. It's sort of lots of Spice Girls thrown in. I sort of describe it as, a nu in a nutshell, Spice Girls mixed with Tony Blair. Um, <laughs> and a weird combination. And um, it, it was originally written by um, Jack Thorne as well, who's quite a famous playwright. He um, wrote Skins, a lot of Skins. 
Um, he wrote his dark materials. He's quite big in TV now. Um, but yeah, it's it's super interesting and it's nice to see. He describes it as like a political play without the politics. So it's very much like a play that puts like relationships first and foremost. Um, and yeah, come and see it, guys. Yeah, and so that people come and see it. Where is it? When is it? So it's going to be in the Burton Taylor Studios. It's in the early slot. Uh, it's starts at 7.30 in week seven. So that's Tuesday the 23rd to Saturday the 27th of November. Um, it's also, we're sharing the slot with Quartet, um, which is a new play by Sam Spencer, which is also coincidentally about Tony Blair's election, uh, which is a sort of weird, strange. So come and see both. And it sort of ended up being a weird double bill. Um, but yeah. Awesome. And um, Gabe, what about your production, The Effect? Um, so the effect right now has less Spice Girls in it, so I'm trying to find a way of setting it. But I'm, maybe I'll put it in. I feel like no. What you need like... is Tony Blair in it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we set it in 1997. Um, but um, well, the is all about a kind of clinical drug trial um, and two participants on it that fall in love um, or think they're falling in love, um, and it's really about them questioning whether they're really falling in love um, or whether it's actually the drug that's doing it. Um, so basically, it's a it's a drug trial for an antidepressant, um, and I, I, the way I'm kind of describing it at the moment is like it reminds me a lot of Love Island like it's all about like, the isolation of these people and whether like their relationship's going to work on the outside or not whether this is just a thing of the moment whether it's like just the environment or the drug um, and I think it feels basically I read it in 2019 I thought it was a great play but then I read it in 2020 and I was like this feels like so unbelievably relevant to what's happening right now <laughs> in a strange way and it feels like it's changed I feel like the world has changed quite a lot since it was put in 2012. So it's like quite excited to kind of do it again now and see how it's a different production. But yeah, it's really fun. It's very funny. Um, it's very lovely. And it's also very moving. Oh, nice. And um, where and when are you doing that? That is on in eighth week at the BT as well. Um, same place where James's play is on um, from Tuesday to Saturday. And it's just, I think it's on at 7.30 and we've got the whole night. Um, so it's probably probably gonna last like hour and a half hour 45 cool and for both of you how did you guys get involved with this was it you guys having to do an interview to become directors or did you just decide oh i want to put this play on so i'm going to make it happen i i would say there's lots of different routes to get into directing at oxford and like no one way is better than another um so like i guess my best advice is if you have a project that you want to do just like just just put it on like Put up, you know, you can do call outs onto the OUDS Facebook group and you can literally find anyone to help and support you, um, whether that's, you know, um, if you need a producer, if you need, um, maybe you want to collab with a writer. Um, so, yeah, if you want to, also you can often go in through assistant directing. I don't know, Gabe, if you want to talk about assistant directing. Yeah, um, so, so how me and James both set up directing this production particularly is we've just both set up our own production company um so and you're doing it through that and that's kind of how the out system works um but i think that seems a little bit intimidating sometimes that seems like a big step and commitment um but really it was like really simple to do um we've just done a little video for outreach about um that we should post quite soon about actually making a company and how it really is just kind of setting up a bank account and saying you exist um so that's how we did it but there's a lot of other ways of doing it so your assistant directing so i assistant directed a play last year um called half baked at the north hall and that was with quite a big oxford production company called double a um i know james assistant directing right now as well yeah um again like i i'm doing something for double o at the moment um sweeney todd but um 
yeah, I, I would say that the good thing about assistant directing is you can just learn so much from other directors who have had like more time in Oxford, maybe more directing experience. Um, but then also definitely, again, it's not the be all end all. Like I know loads of people that have got into directing in Oxford that haven't done any assistant yeah. directing. Um, so if you're a fresher, it might be like a use useful route if you sort of want to dip your toe into the sort of big pond that is yeah. Oxford drama. But at the same time, if you know that you want to set up your own production company and there's projects or plays that you want to put on, you know, there's there's nothing stopping you. Um, yeah, definitely. And um, there's always things up on the Alts Facebook group. There's always calls out for assistant directors very often. Um, and also, like, post on there and look for people, like James was saying. The brilliant thing about Oxford is, like, there are so many people that want to make things here. Um, and if you have an idea for something, someone will want to make it with you, 100%. And that could be just one play and you never do another play, or that could be dozens here at Oxford. It's your choice. Um, also, I know that there's like a directing mentorship scheme. Yes. Um, yeah, which has just been set up. So um, if directing something you're interested in, uh, it's probably worth checking that out. Um, again, because I imagine that will serve. I mean, you won't be an assistant director, but you'll probably learn a lot of things that you would learn as a, an assistant director through that mentoring yeah. scheme, I would say. So like definitely like get on that. And also quickly with that, like I feel like nobody knows what they're doing. Like, I feel like university as well, generally with student drama, like, this is the place to mess up. And, like, it's fine if a play doesn't go, like, completely swimmingly as long as everyone is on board and, and fine in the cast and crew. Um, so just try it. You know, it doesn't have to go perfectly. Nobody's expecting you to be, like, Katie Mitchell, like, first time round. Just, like, give it a go and try it and see if it's something for you, whatever route you take. Yeah, absolutely. And so with the production companies, do you have to... Do you have to set up a production company to be able to put on a play? Is that what it is? Um, you you have to. You don't necessarily have to set one up, but you have to either join essentially an ex pre-existing production company, yeah. um, or set one up yourself. But literally, it sounds much scarier and much more professional than it is. It's literally like you just basically type into this document on ours. <laughs> you come up with some funky name that's normally some adjective and a noun put together um and like yeah and then again you set up a bank account honestly now with things like monzo and stuff like that as well a lot of people set up bank accounts in 10 minutes i i reckon if you wanted to you could set up a production company in an hour um yeah. if you really want if, if you were really <laughs> yeah, pushed yeah. for time that's true yeah i spent so, i spent ages on the name though yeah i was just i don't know how you'd have a name james but like it was like hours like days of just like scrolling through notes um but yeah it's really simple so or you could always also just like approach an existing production company and be like i've got an idea for a play would you want to work for me to put it on um or again just about a call out like i don't want the play it's i don't want to make a production company with me um so there's no pressure to set up this like lasting thing that production company could literally just be for that one play and then you never touch it again um it's just how the system works here and yeah it seems intimidating at first um but also when it's up i think it's also quite a lovely thing to have um, if you do want to pursue it further, I think it's a nice thing to have the experience of running something like that, especially if it's something you want to do post-university, because it's a little bit closer to what happens on the outside world, I think, compared to other university systems. Mm. That's good to know. And James, you were talking about earlier how it's good to be an assistant director so that you can learn from the main director. What are the, some of the things that you guys have learned about directing as you've done it? Um, specifically in the assistant directing, like it really just changes from director to director, and I think you learn a lot from different directors. Um, 
like I know like I was assistant director to Georgie Detmer once and like she's so brilliant in like being very precise like very like also the way that like she creates like a sort of friendly like rehearsal room atmosphere um that like everyone feels comfortable to like play around and explore in um and yeah I think often like yes there are concrete things you learn about like maybe how to do marketing things like that but also like often it's not so much like necessarily concrete things but more like how how does someone like hold themselves in a rehearsal room how is someone like you know how does someone like redirect someone in an audition um and like I definitely think that's why like watching someone is sometimes often useful and but also like getting experience of yourself um I don't know Gabe if you want to yeah definitely I think that can come to this in directing or like even acting I feel like you learn a lot about directing if you're if you're looking for that through acting or just like being just generally being in a room I think and just seeing how different rooms work um and just seeing how like I feel like the consistent thing is like if everyone is comfortable in the room and really on board with the project like great work is made um and it's just how different directors go about creating that environment i suppose um but yeah definitely try however you can get in rooms and see how other people direct and see how actors work with directors whether that's professional amateur with that student or anywhere it's just brilliant to observe and then i think that gives you so much to go from when you actually start running that room yourself nice and um i know James, you were involved in Cuppers last year. Gabe, did you do Cuppers at all? Um, So in the other segment for this podcast, we interview the Cuppers rep. I was wondering if you guys had any um, advice for people going through Cuppers now. I would say, like, not to take it too seriously. Like, it's, it's like some of the most, like, ridiculous fun that you'll probably ever have in Oxford drama ever. Um... Like, it's also really nice just to meet people in your college as well. Um, I would suggest, but like, by all means, if you've written, like, something that you really want to put on, but, like, you know, they're 20-minute plays. People often do sort of short comedies and things like that. Yeah. Like, it might not be the space for, like, your four-and-a-half-hour version of Henry V. Um, but, like, but honestly, like, just, just do what you want. Do what you think's fun. Like, do, just do what you enjoy, I would say. That's my just the best advice for couples. That was clearly an indirect by James at my four and a half hour version of Harry the Fifth that I put on last year. Um, no, we, I mean, we did it on Zoom as well, um, which was a very different thing. So I think, cause we, I think we made ours in like four days over Zoom. So I hope you guys will be able to do it in person because I think that's a very different energy. But we had a lovely time on Zoom as well and it was a really fun thing just to do like over lockdown. Um, but yeah, and I think that kind of goes for all student drama as well. Because I think everyone is here for different reasons. I know some people want to do this as a career. Some people just want to be here for like, do one play and have fun. And I feel like primarily don't take any of it too seriously. And especially couples, because couples is like, especially silly, I think. Nice. I think that's a good place to end. Um, Thanks, guys, for coming to speak to us. And good luck with your shows. Thank you, Kirsty. Thank you so much. I hope my uh, freshest free voice wasn't was a work to listen to. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Owls podcast, hosted by Kirsty Miles. Our editors are Hannah Gallardo Parsons and Sheila Atuona, and marketing led by Anya Braithwaite. The podcast is produced by Charlotte Baxendale, Noah Wilde, and Lizzie Carr. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do get in touch on owlspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Owls Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe.